<laughs> Mark Thackeray Jr.? Yes, Allison Marie Conway. So happy to hear from you. I was worried that maybe I didn't connect us properly. I It didn't give me the text message saying that you were calling, but oh. it's darn Verizon. She's trying to keep our <laughs> podcast down. I knew I knew they had something to do with this. Because <laughs> they know we're against big business. <laughs> I thought maybe you were taking as long to connect to space trash as Nevada is taking to count the votes. Oh, oh, right. Oh. They're like, so at this point in time, I think it's, it is November 5th. Yes. Yes, at 7.09 p.m. They're like, I think it was like 75% through. Right that's, now. that's what Google keeps saying, 75%. Oh. I'm breathing. The whole week, just remember how to breathe. If you can do that, then you're ahead of the game. Right. So... Let's hope I remember how to do it for the next however many days this will take. Yeah. Well, for now, I'm here, and I'll try to remind you. Thank you. Inhale, exhale, which comes first? Yeah. I I don't actually, like, I don't even know how... I've gotten through this week. Like I was thinking to ask you, like, how has your week been? How have you been getting through all of the uncertainty? And then I reflected on it myself and I was like, I don't even know how I would answer that question. Yep. I, it just, it's a constant anxiety attack from, from morning to night. (laughs) There is, there's like this underlying anxiety, like, even when people are speaking to me about other things underneath, I'm just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, I like to think I'm calm about it, but then someone will bring something up and I'll be like, here are my five million thoughts about it. <laughs> really? So have you been speaking to people about it? Oh, you have some out- like people who you feel comfortable talking to about the whole situation. Okay, so they feel comfortable talking to me about how how they feel about the situation. Yeah, okay. And at my work, I don't know how many people quite agree with me. Mm. And for some reason, I've gotten this burst of confidence where I'm like, well, I'll tell you my feelings about everything. (laughs) I love it. It's good. That's good. I think that people need to finally hear what we think. Yes, but but I'm also new at this job, so I'm like, are they going to keep me around? Ooh. I well, don't know. I guess it depends, like, if it's, like, who the person is. Like, if it's just someone who's your kind of comrade equal on the corporate food chain, then you can be honest, but... Yeah, so I'm not going to, I won't curse out my boss anytime soon. No, no, I don't think that's an option at the moment. I mean, we at the moment. on the back burner. <laughs> Wait, 2024, <laughs> that's when I'll really, that's when I'll really get to them. Could you imagine they like unload their, their views on you and you're like, yeah, well, see you in 2024. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know everything I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. Who knows what we'll be thinking then? Oh, Lord. I Honestly, I cringe at the thought because it kind of brings up one of the things that I've been trying to do this week has been, like, I'm literally only able to deal with Biden becoming elected. Like, I cannot think anything past that. Like, that's just the... We got to slay that one beast. And somebody on Twitter was like, and just wait, because in 2024, Trump's going to run again. And I was like, like, can't we just have four years of happiness? 
I must do. Like there is, do you think this is a good, a good question. I would like to hear your thoughts on like, do you think at some point people are just addicted to the dramatics? Like even when something's about to be resolved, they're like, yeah, but think about this. I do. Yeah. I think we are a little, it's just, I think I've heard the term sadness porn. Where it's, oh. where it's oh. just, we need to keep keep going at that thing. Keep looking at that glass half empty. It's sadism. It's masochism. It's, hor- it's horrible. And it's like, you know, somebody was like, oh, what is MSNBC going to do once Trump's not in office? And how's every, you know, how's the news going to deal with it? And I was like, really? That's your concern? Is like the news anchors? That's yeah. what you're worried about. Trump presidency like that just shows your sheer ignorance about the actual people who are suffering through this right now right correct and it's it's maddening all of it it really is like mark i was like i know that we should have some show notes or something for tonight and i was like maybe i should think of like an an alternate thing to talk about or think about and I just can't like I'm just so I think there's like this like you're anxious hyper vigilant and at the same time you're exhausted it's like really weird yeah you it's a lot of feelings all at once (laughs) it's so true in fact what was it there was um some some something that Biden put out and it was like so kind and thoughtful and like just I think it was about the virus actually like he was like you know when I'm president we're going to get this under control we're gonna be okay something like that Um, and I just like burst into tears I was like that was that was the tweeted message from Biden that like broke my my um I don't know yeah my wall, my wall of strength, and I just like crumbled, and I started crying. I was like, "Oh my god, we're gonna have a president who cares about people." Right. It's hope. I hope. Yeah, we we need hope. We need hope, um, and the fact that we've been like this obsessed about this election, like, what does that even say? We shouldn't be this terrified. Right. Because it's. I don't know. I mean, I've only voted in the past three elections, I guess. Or did I? Okay. Yeah, I voted Obama part two. And I voted okay. Hillary. And now this is, I guess, my third. Or no, wait, am I missing Obama? Um, so. Either way. I've I'm new to these elections and it's very terrifying to me. I'm like, is this what people went through all of when I was growing up and politics was like No you heard as a kid. But the thing is, like, no. It was it has never been not like listen to me. I'm like, Mark, <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> oh. There people were nice to each other at one point. Let me tell you how it was in the old <laughs> days of, of, I don't know, the 80s, the 90s. I don't know. I think it just, for sure, I don't remember it ever being this, like, tooth and nail, life or death, like, apocalypse or, you know, everything's on the brink of annihilation. Never. I just, I don't think it's ever, ever, ever been like this. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary. I don't, I I don't think we should do this again. I think. <laughs> Me neither. But I think we should do an election again. Yeah, an election we'll do again. But maybe okay. Pennsylvania can decide to count their votes a little earlier. You know, that's infuriating is that the Republicans made sure that we couldn't. And now they're saying that we shouldn't count them because we're too late. 
Like, what did they think? They were delaying the inevitable, I guess. Was that their strategy? Yeah, but... Did they think we would yeah. we would give up? Did they think, ah, uh, no. <laughs> if we if we let them count late, then they won't count them at all. <laughs> that is such a good point. That's such a good point. What? Like one my favorite activist, Janaya Future Khan. They say, like, we are inevitable. We are inevitable. We are not going anywhere. So, like, deal with it now or deal with it later, but it's not going away. We are in a country now where one half wants the other one to just disappear, and the hell if either one is. Yeah. It... (sighs) And I don't. I don't have any answers yet. I'm just so tired. I'm just so like the the amount of damage that has been done to the trust in I mean, I still trust the system, but I feel like we're now down to you know, just decent civil servants trying to count these ballots and do their job and we have like mobs outside the convention centers saying to count the votes and don't count the votes. Right. Like when people were saying like the future of democracy is at stake during the election, I was like, okay, that's a little dramatic. And now here (laughs) we are. (laughs) Right. You're like, if you all could just take a breath. And now you're like, I don't remember how to breathe. (laughs) Irony. Sick irony. Sick irony. I think maybe part of me feels like, at least personally, I think to myself, you know, the days of not paying attention to every single election, like that's over. Because clearly that's what led to this whole mess. Yeah, truly. I I hope that's true for everyone. Yeah. And it's, yeah, there's no, at this point, it's just the anticipation that's getting to us the most. It is. Basically, like, goofy memes have gotten me through i would say um like like funny things Uh, it's hard to have humor even now like yeah there's just so there's just so much collective angst and none of us have ever for sure been through an election that took this long to decide well no i guess that's not true i guess there's this some people seem to remember the Bush Gore situation in two thousand. Yeah, would I don't have any of that. Yeah, it's crazy that we know for a fact Biden has won the popular vote, and that that does not matter at all. Yeah, can we please do away with the electoral college? Please, I am. Let's electoral college is canceled. That is such a good point. That should it should absolutely be canceled. There's no it's left over from slavery times, and now it needs to be just done. Yes, electoral college is over. Party hashtag it. (gasps) Yes, I like that. I think that's a noble endeavor for the Biden Harris coalition i think we should we should attempt to get rid of this thing it's just this could have been over this could have been over like we were saying before if the republicans didn't say oh you're not allowed to count ballots until election day itself in ironically pennsylvania michigan and wisconsin sure that was a coincidence right no this could have been over tuesday night Right, our future lies in the hands of Nevada. Jesus <laughs> it's if you have children around, put your headphones on. <laughs> I can't 
Nevada. What's funny is that I <laughs> all day I've had friends sending me videos of like sloths uh-huh. <laughs> and turtle, like tort- tortoise, tortoises, uh-huh. <laughs> whatever. Like, like as an example of counting boats in Nevada. Uh-huh. And I forget there was one that I read. <laughs> retweeted and then I deleted it because then I thought like these poll workers bless them yes they're doing such good important thankless work because schmucks like us are just sitting on twitter like yeah like get on with it already we're just (laughs) screaming at them (laughs) right that's not right so I did feel bad but some of these videos were cracking me up about how slow slow. like I'm thinking to myself as as they're counting ballots in Nevada at their leisure like Trump stormtroopers are arming themselves (laughs) and heading down to convention centers around the country like yeah it's just madness like the I think the the expediency there's a good yeah. word. Expedient, like the, the getting to the answer, getting to the results is important because the longer it goes on, the more the other side gets just freaking riled up. Yeah. Both, we're all getting riled up at this point. I think yeah. it's oddly bonding between Democrats and Republicans. We're realizing, yeah, this. This is a bad system. Hopefully we can all go away with that. But Republicans, mm. I know they were the ones who were like, don't count the votes early. Now I hope they're realizing, maybe we should. Uh... Yeah. I wonder too. <laughs> and I do think to your point, this in this episode and last episode, your point of like we have to this is for some people like they refuse to even think this way but it's like we're going to have to start talking to each other we really are i mean this is not this is not gonna end like all of this viciousness and you know like partisanship somehow we're gonna have to figure out how to talk to each other i don't know how that happens but yeah because i'm not good at it (laughs) I just yell no. my opinion. <laughs> Come here. I, Let me tell you what I think. Like, I I am all talk. I admit that. <laughs> I want togetherness <laughs> and peace and harmony and love. And on the other hand, I will. I don't know. Well, I don't. I think like I'm sorry. What? I don't even know what I've been doing lately. This has been getting to me. It's yeah. Just, it, it. It's like I was saying to my roommate. It's sort of like, you know, when a show will like build up to a season finale, and then it'll be like, surprise! It's a two-parter. Like, <laughs> this is like a five-part season finale. Oh my god. It's been five episodes since, like, yesterday. Right. And I don't know when they're... when it will be done. Yeah, that's the truth. I think that's... I think that's part of what's really hard, too, is, like, you know that even once biden is announced whenever however that goes down that's not the end of it because we have three months before he actually takes office and who the hell knows what's gonna happen between now and then trump trump can do a lot in three months good god it's so true trump is the coronavirus of presidents Oh, my God. And the coronavirus is, like, back and surging. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not any good in this episode. I'm trying to be be uplifting. 
I'm like, here's okay. Here's what we're gonna do. Yeah, tell me. We're gonna we're gonna clear everything out for a second, and I'm going to ask you, what are what is your dream for after quarantine? What is like the first thing you're gonna do? Oh, that's such a great thought. Mm. I I'm just gonna have like the biggest family party. Yes. Like I think I'm gonna throw a huge party for Frank, my son's graduation, because he graduated this May and we weren't allowed to have any sort of celebration for it. And I still hate that right. because it's not fair. So I think I'm going to have like a huge family party because I would say of all the things that I miss, that is the thing I miss the most. And I'm going to hug everyone <laughs> for an uncomfortably long time. Yes, <laughs> there will be a <laughs> lot of hugging. <laughs> all over <laughs> I think that would be I think that that's a good vision like, in my mind future generations will wonder why why does this generation hug so much <laughs> yes. it'll be like we had to go a year without hugs <laughs> you don't even know a year without hugs <laughs> I had to hug myself for over <laughs> a year <laughs> I was thinking that too like we've been as a, as a nation as people well some of us some of us have ignored the virus but I won't get into that but like some of us have heeded the warnings of scientists and kept social distance and isolation and all the things so even during like the hardest worst most stressful year and time we couldn't even hug each other like how sad is that yeah Ugh. Ugh. Next, so what are you gonna do after after i go to my cousin Allie's family party yes i'll send you and save the day yeah i really it's frank's party happy graduation frank um, <laughs> I thought one thing I mentioned to a friend is I want to go to a water park. Whoa, yeah, that's like when you surely know for sure this thing is. Over. Yes, I feel like that—that's when you'll know when <laughs> when the chlorine is back in the air. When you're. <laughs> In swim trunks in an inner tube sliding down. Yeah, in an inner tube that like slide with, that with 50 people okay. Oh my god. I've never been to a water park. Really? No, never. I've also never been to Disney World. So this is this is who you're dealing so, with. So alright. Family party at Disney World. <laughs> one of their water parks it'll be great <laughs> it'll be a first if you get me to do that I'll be very impressed alright I won't tell you what's happening it'll seem like kidnapping but <laughs> just just trust me it's for the episode <laughs> oh no yeah, well, maybe there'll be a time when, like, we have to pull stunts like that to make things interesting. But right now, like, I cannot wait for boring. Like, just let me be bored. I was thinking, what are we going to talk about, like, in a few weeks? After this is over. Oh. If this is over in a few weeks. But... Um, well, Did you have anything I, planned? I do. I actually wrote something down. Oh, good. I, I know you think you probably think this is crazy, but I was like, remember when Mark and I started this podcast and we were like, let's just have a fun and like interesting podcast about being creatives in the world. And I was like, oh, that faded quickly into apocalyptic election season it did but um i was i actually had a question for you 
that I wrote down because I have been asked by my brother to be his best woman in his wedding. Oh, oh did you know that? I didn't know that. Congratulations. Yes. Thanks. So we both have major roles in my brother's wedding, as far as I understand. Because, Mark, you're going to be the... The officiant. Officiant, right? Yes. And I'm going to be the best woman, which I was overjoyed to accept because I adore my brother. And then I realized I'm going to have to say something at the wedding, I think, right? Like, you have to do a toast. Right. And so my, I was like, oh, man, like, that means I'm going to have to stand up and say something in front of a room full of people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wonder how Mark does that. Like, when you get up on stage to do your stand up, like, how do you deal with being nervous? I... Or maybe you don't get nervous and you're just like, I got this. I'm good. You... You just have to memorize it. Definitely. Ah, like, don't, okay, as, good. as much as possible. Like, if you're reading something, I feel like you'll be more nervous. As opposed to... Oh. Practiced it in the mirror a couple times. You know all the beats of it. Okay. Like, I think... Yeah, I mean, I think you'll be great at it, but... Thanks, Mark. Of course. Yeah, it's definitely... Okay. So you want to start with a, like, thank you all for coming to on this beautiful day. Da-da-da. Mm-hmm. Um, you say... You say how long you've known Owen, which I assume is a while. <laughs> I feel like I don't know him, Mark. Oh. <laughs> I don't. Don't lead with that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I've known him for all, well, let's see. He'll be 40 in February, so he will be 40-something when he gets married. So you've known And I, the older sister, have known him for his entire life. Yeah, you've known him for 40-something years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'd start with that. Um, I'd go with couple of memories from the past, like typical yeah. Owen and Allison shenanigans. Yeah, there's so many shenanigans. Okay, this is good. Yep. Okay, spicing some of those. Um, say, and then, and then I met, he introduced me to Heather, who is Owen's fiance for the listeners. Say how good they are together and how you've never seen him happier and how you wish them happiness for the rest of their lives. And then, like, make another little joke, like, Heather, watch out for his, and then refer to the earlier shenanigans. (laughs) (laughs) To to bring it full circle, I like that. Oh, yeah, you gotta bring it full circle. (laughs) Yeah, you'll want to do that. That's sort of a marriage reference to a, a ring, like, unity. Oh, yeah. That's good. That's good. Let me sketch that out. Let me write that down. I, <laughs> I had an idea that I would write, um, do you know the app Fiverr? No. It's like you can pay $5 for random services, or... The minimum is five dollars. Hmm. But like, if you're like, I need someone to write me a song for my podcast, then you can find one for five dollars in theory. No way! That's so cool. Definitely think we need a jingle of some. We we should work on that. But or some sort of intro music. Yeah. yeah. And but I thought. What if I were to just, like, write best man speeches for $5? I would buy one. <laughs> hey, you could be my first customer. Yeah, let me know if you get that <laughs> up and running. because You'll just leave me a good review. 
I will always, anytime, anytime you need a reference or a review, I'm here for Of course. You. I mean, you just got the lesson now, so I shouldn't be giving away all my trade secrets. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah. we should make, we should have a paywall on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah people, only people that pay top dollar when, when you say alright here's what you should do for your speech and then all of a sudden it's like listen to the rest on Patreon <laughs> go to our page oh no we cannot get a, <laughs> We okay we have to get a solid fan base before we hit a Patreon they say we need at least how how many listeners do we have I mean, a handful. A good amount. Our listeners are up. That's, Last week. That's true. Once we get, I, I want to say, 100 listeners. No, that's, okay. not, that's not enough for Patreon. I, you know what? Actually, I heard that um, your average, well, your average successful podcast starts with about 50 listeners. Oh. And from there because there's some kind of like um, you know like the, the idea that most grassroots things grow through like telling family and friends like if you're going out to an audience who doesn't know you at all like you just go on Instagram and you're like I'm a podcaster random Instagram listen mm-hmm. it's not likely to get especially when it's a podcast it's an investment of time like you and I chat for 45 minutes to an hour and we riff on different things and you have to be in a space where you're going to listen to that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's hard to do. But if you know, you know, you tell family and friends and they listen and they're like, oh, Allie and Mark talked about such and such topic on their podcast. I'll send it to you. Like that kind of thing grows, I think, more solidly. Okay. We shouldn't be telling our listeners because then they're going to start their own podcast. <gasps> oh my gosh. Oh, it's a vicious cycle. This is what happens when we don't <laughs> when we don't have a script or show notes or literally anything. We're just like in a distressed state of election insomnia and then we're like let's do the podcast anyway i think we should do it anyway <laughs> truly <laughs> i think and that's where we're at i mean this is where we if are if nothing else this, this is a po- this is a time capsule of what we're like i was thinking that. right because it's what's going through our minds right now which are so jumbled and it's like <laughs> oh, sadness about the election. Oh, look, a distraction. Talk about anything but the <laughs> elephant in the room. Yeah. For just some of that, it's total- some of that sweet serotonin. It's total space trash. We just talk this shit and throw it out into the universe. Yep. And that's beautiful. It really kind of is. It's super sparkly and gives people hope. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's what we're doing. You know what I heard, Mark? Okay. I heard this quote, and I don't remember who said it, but I thought it was really, really nice. It was, your job is to be the light in the world, not to make people see the light. So, like, you just go out there and you shine. Okay. Okay. And the people who are meant to see you and connect with you are going to because you're out there and you're shining and you give them hope. It's not that you're out there and you're like, I'm shiny. Look at me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So all of our family and friends, tell that to to everyone you know. We're shiny. Look at us. Maybe we should have an uplifting idea of the week. That's Yes, I like that. Um, So what's uplifting? Um, Recycling. Let's talk about uplifting. 
Um, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. They're great. I like them. I generally like them. I generally like them too. I think it's going to be nice to, I have like this vision of like the holiday time, Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Enjoy that with like, kind of like no underlying anxiety. Like, oh, we're going to now have a president who believes in science and. Right. And kind to people. Mm-hmm. Who won't let a virus kill 200,000 of us. I, yeah, exactly. I really believe that. Like, would you say that you voted for Joe Biden because you believe in Joe Biden or because it's just not Trump or both? I think under, under our circumstances, it was both. Like, I do think Joe Biden is a good politician. I don't Mm -hmm. think he's the best politician, though. But Trump is not a politician. He is... He's just Trump. Yeah. He's good old DJ. DJ Trump. DJ? Oh, wait. Donald J. Trump? I don't know what the J stands for. I don't either, but I had a flashback to Full House, and I was like, what does DJ have to do with this? (laughs) DJ Tanner. Sorry. It's okay. My brain's not working. Like, the, the, the morning of the election, like, I forgot to put the coffee pot under the coffee maker, and I lost my keys, and I was, like, lining my lips with eyeliner. Like, I just wasn't present. I was, not, I was all over the place. You put both shoes on the same foot. Doing. You what? You put both shoes on the same foot. Yeah. Yeah, and it was super awkward for a couple hours till I realized what happened. I'm kidding. Um, it's like, oh, our nation is traumatized. The, the irony that, like, the morning of election day, I thought I might know what was actually going to happen. Like, so silly now that I think about it. Yeah. But it's not silly. Like, this, it's, say it with me, unprecedented. <gasps> oh, no. Yep. I just wrote about that word. Everything is unprecedented. I'm like, can we please have a future where we use that word less often? Because there are some words that have been used repeatedly. I want to say specifically this year that I would have like previously associated with something good. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think like, like the, the media will be like, and in an unprecedented move, mm-hmm. you know, Trump murders 7,000 people. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so, like, that's, like, unprecedented. That's the word we're choosing. Yeah, he didn't actually do that, right? Or, yeah. Or it's like, um, what's another one? Um, like, he'll do something completely autocratic and they'll be like, his remarks were remarkable. Like, remarkable is another or, one, Yeah. I think. It's almost... We're finding new terminology for things. <laughs> and it's... Yeah, or... Or using old terminology and giving it new meaning. Or sometimes I really do think that in many ways the media... And in some cases, media that I respected for a long time, they just don't call it what it is. Like all this, mm-hmm. all this, um, like not calling a lie a lie. Right. Alternative facts. Yeah. It's kind of like dancing around what's actually happening so that you don't feel or notice when you're being taken over by an autocrat. Yeah. Ugh. 
But I think we've, I, I am really hopeful. I think that we have stopped this before it became like a full blown dictatorship situation. Like that's what this is all about, right? Yeah. F, F the election is basically destroy democracy. Yes. Hope if the protesters aren't breaking into, where are they counting them? The convention center. Uh, the in Detroit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So, what is another thing that we're going to do after quarantine is done? Hmm. Well, water. Water parks. <laughs> we got the water park. We got a family party. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I, I'm I'm gonna have to admit, like I'm going back to like I am. I just want to go back to whatever it was that we used to have when I could just like feel happy. Like honestly, I don't. Uh-oh. Not that I haven't felt happy. Obviously, there's been happy things that have happened since four years ago. But I must say, like, I, mental health-wise, I don't think there's been a day that undercurrent I haven't had anxiety about the political situation, which is not something I ever was ever on my mind regularly. You know, like it was like all of a sudden I was constantly underlying like what's going to happen next. Like that has never gone away. Yeah. That. So I'm looking forward to that. that like the nice. next thing. When it, when it goes away. Yeah. Like I don't even want to do anything. I'm just going to sit in my house and like stare at my plants and be like, <laughs> yay. So you're. You're going to be staring at your plants, <laughs> and instead of instead of just instead of sighing at them in remorse, <laughs> like you're like it's the end of quarantine. You can finally leave your house. What are you gonna do? And I'm like, I'm going to stare at my plants <laughs> and be happy. <laughs> yep. Um, instead of staring at your plants um, and being terrified for your life. I mean, really that simple. Do you have grand plans? I mean, I want to go to Aruba. That's a, that's. Yeah. I keep thinking about vacations that I want. Yeah. Travel. Travel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, I want to go somewhere warm. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like. We're there. I want to take a winter vacation. Yeah. Because, you know, in the summer when it's nice out, I can I can stay where it's nice. But in the winter when it's terrible and I hate everything, I would I'd like to go somewhere somewhere where I can trick myself into thinking it's summer. Okay. Or I could go to Australia where it is actually summer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I considered moving to Australia (laughs) at various points over the last four years. In fact, I was speaking with someone I love very dearly, and we were like, if Trump wins again, where are we going? Like, where are we moving to? What are you going to do? And that was one of Australia and New Zealand were a couple of I've never been to either, and I hate the thought of being on a plane for that long. But I've heard that they are both lovely and beautiful. Uh, I like airplane rides. Like, I don't know why. They're just, it's like I don't have to worry about driving. Mm. I'm like, as long as I've gotten there and I'm sitting down and I have something else to pay attention to, like a movie or my phone or something. Yeah. I'm good. I can entertain myself. Yeah, that's true. I um when I flew to Vegas two years ago, I was actually surprised that I was quite fine as long as I had something to watch. I don't like anything 
really about flying. I don't like it at all. Really? Hmm. No. And I wish that were not true. Like, like John, my husband, Mm -hmm. totally cool. He will, he will sleep. He will enjoy his little snack. He will read a book. He's totally chill. Yeah. That's, that's where I'm at. I just, I think (laughs) I like not having to do anything. I like having, I think, like, yeah, there's the anxiety getting to the flight. Like, oh, am I going to get through security on time? Oh, are we changing gates? Oh, my God. Remember airport? Right. And security? What old times we went through? Remember all the other things? It's crazy. Like, well, Biden's gonna get back, baby. <laughs> we're we're gonna be win it before you know it. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm going to. I'm gonna have sweet dreams about Joe Biden personally delivering my COVID <laughs> vaccine. <laughs> He'll just have a lab coat on. <laughs> yes, and Kamala is going to also come, and she's going to do the electric slide. <laughs> It's going to be amazing. Perfect. <laughs> I'm telling you, I just, we, this nation, maybe, okay, we're coming up on closing, closing Close. remarks. <laughs> <laughs> Our closing arguments for why on earth we did this podcast <laughs> in the midst of of emotional trauma and having no valuable contribution to society. Um, I just think this whole nation is in so much pain and Joe Biden in his personal life has been through so much pain and he is the God, like he's, uh, he's not in some ways it's like, Oh God, we have like a 78 year old white man like that really after all this time this is the guy but man we just need some compassion we just really do i know i do yeah we'll we'll throw him a bone he's he's earned it i mean there's this one video i don't know who made it i guess the the biden campaign made it but he hugs this little boy and he's like are you okay? It's going to be okay. I promise you. And I was like, can I just play that on repeat until January 20th? Oh. Like, that's all I want to hear. And like, <laughs> can you imagine Trump doing anything in that realm? Ew. You can't. No, not at all. He, he's not, he is not that person. And he is not the person to be running a nation. No, and I, for one, am really, really excited to see him go. I can't wait. Yes. And I hope, I hope his ass gets thrown in jail for the rest of his life. Amen to that. Mm. Mm. I'm going to drink to that. Cheers. Cheers, cousin Mark. There you go. Ooh. Well, that was really cathartic, though, I do feel like. I mean, I feel like yeah, I think... the listeners of this podcast are in the same boat that we are in. I mean, people are just like, when's it going to be over? I think our listeners should know, know this is more for our our own cathartic needs than than listening potential. It is. It just is what it is. And like you said, I thought to myself, this is a time capsule. Like you said, like, it's like, this is a snapshot of like two cousins exhausted and tired and sick to death of everything that's happening Mm -hmm. before this election is even announced, like before it's even finalized. Last week we were, we were like, oh, by next week we'll know, and we'll have Mitch McConnell's hand on. <laughs> <Let's get it. laughs> 
Mitch McConnell's hand had to cancel. Yep, he's too busy writing fake mail-in ballots for Trump. <laughs> he's he's um he had other commitments. <laughs> <laughs> um is there any chance that he goes away? By the way, I don't. He goes away. There's a chance he goes away. I don't. No. Does he have to be voted out, or does he just go away if we win the Senate? I think he has to be voted out, and I don't think he was. Okay. So he'll, he might still be around, but based on his hands, I don't know how much longer. <laughs> Reading what signs <laughs> we have available. <laughs> yeah, too soon. Yeah, that, that could happen too. I'll tell you what, these, these people are absolute criminals and people have died in this country on their watch unnecessarily. So I got to tell you, I don't have any sympathy. I don't. Yep. We, we ran fresh out four years ago. <laughs> exactly right we are fresh out of sympathy for people who are cruel to everyone for their own gain for their own gain and they damn well know what they're doing too yep all right well well let's um this was a very this was a very episode let's all take a collective breath and um Next time, for sure, next time on Space Trash, we will know. We will know that Biden is the next president. Yes. I am super confident, although I've been off Twitter for 52 minutes now, so Lord knows that could have happened while we were chatting. Right. Oh. Am I right? Am I right, ladies? All right. Well, Um, let's say our sign-off that we completely remember. Let's sign off to everybody. And don't worry, behind the scenes, Mark and I are tracking all all the election updates moment to moment. And we'll have an update for you next time we... Of course. (laughs) Of course. Um, Stay safe. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Oh, God. Wash your hands. And and we love you. And we do love you. And I love you too, Mark. Oh, I love, love <laughs> you too. All right. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.